Welcome to episode 18 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Maine. By day, I host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. Tucked in the very back of the Old Testament is the book of Malachi. I used to go to a church where the pastor joked that it was Malachi, the lesser-known Italian prophet, but that's not true. There aren't a lot of verses from this book on fridge magnets and sweatshirts or coffee mugs. But because of 2 Timothy, we know that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So let's dig into this lesser-known book of the Bible and find some usefulness, all right? Malachi means messenger. So what is the message? Well, the message is warning, warning, warning. And God is giving his people a warning in this book. They've gotten kind of lax about their faith, and he wants them to become faithful again. Sound like anyone you know? Specifically, the Israelites are being called out for their half-hearted sacrifices, for improper marriages, and for not tithing. Most of all, God calls them out for their attitudes. But that's not how God leaves it. He also delivers some promises. He tells them that he'll punish those who've done wrong, and he gives a hint to something big that is coming. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple." That messenger is who we hear about just three chapters later in Matthew 3, John the Baptist. Not only is Malachi physically the last book in the Old Testament, but if you lay out the books of the Bible chronologically, it's the last book of the Old Testament. That means that after this book, there's nothing from God for 400 years. When you realize that these are the last words of God for quite a while, they suddenly seem like a little more important, right? So what can we take from the book of Malachi and make useful in our lives today? Well, first, there's perspective. God's view is way different than our view, and this book gives us a glance as how he sees things. The Jews had become careless in their attitude toward God. Well, have you? If so, stop. Become faithful in reading and praying and giving and serving and fellowship. There are a lot of things that you can let go by the wayside, but your relationship with God, it can't be one of them. The book of Malachi also gives some prophecy. There's some sense of urgency. Chapter 4 begins with, For behold, the day cometh. I wonder what the people thought. Did they think that they would see God's judgment in their lifetime like the next week? (laughs) They certainly didn't expect not to hear anything for 400 years, did they? And it's like that now. There are so many indications of the end times. And there are certainly days where that seems near. But God is pretty clear that of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So God is going to bring judgment in his time, no sooner, no later. And we can apply that lesson today. This tiny book also gives us a promise. And yes, we talked some about that reference to John the Baptist and ultimately Jesus Christ. But in Malachi 1.11, we read this, from the rising of the sun, even until the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. So God is going to be known throughout all the earth. But here's the thing. We're not quite there yet. So maybe this is kind of a call to action to a charge to Christians. Share your faith. Who can you tell about God today? 
One more thing. The book of Malachi gives us an insight into God's hearts. Why all these warnings? Well, because the actions of the Jews are keeping them from experiencing true fellowship with God. He isn't interested in our rituals and our actions as much as our hearts and our intentions. When we have God-honoring intentions and we're truly in fellowship with him, our actions are going to follow that. So where do you stand with God? Are you just going through the motions or are you in true, deep fellowship with him? Who would have thought there would have been so much to apply in our lives from this tiny book of Malachi buried at the very back of the Old Testament? You could probably read all four chapters in less time than it took for me to make this podcast. So open your Bible, dig in, and watch God work in your life. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday morning. Now, if you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life. The ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to fln.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? You can get up to date with Family Life news or enjoy some family time with Family Life kids. There's, if that makes sense, a Family Life original podcast where they talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s. And 10 Minutes With, it's an interview program with faith-based artists and speakers. They're all free and on demand at fln.org slash podcast.